Yo, fellas, ladies, it's Anthony K. Double, and it's story time. A whirlwind of emotions. I didn't see that coming, style confusion. It's bedtime stories, and this is an AKD production. Once again, I'd like to give a shout out to Vix Mix Studios where this episode was recorded, and shout out to Timmy Banks on the buttons. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials at BS by AKD on everything and tell a friend to tell a friend. Previously on Love or Lost. What was that? What? Was that the door? I didn't hear anything. No, 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 let me check. Portia steps out into the hallway and checks the door. But the door is closed and the hallway is empty. Was it the door? No. See, I told you that you're hearing things. Now bring that sexy ass back over here. Oh, I think you should go, Kyle. You okay, bro? No. No, 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 I'm I'm not okay. What's wrong? You 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 were right, bro. She's cheating. What did she tell you? No, bro. I saw her. I saw her, bro. I saw I saw her. All of a sudden you got nothing to say, huh? Huh? What? You called me just to stay on the phone in silence, yeah? Michael, I'm so sorry. You're sorry. You're fucking sorry, yeah? Are you kidding me, Portia? How could you? I'm so sorry, Michael. I don't want to hear sorry, yeah? I want to know why. I want to know... What the fuck I want to know? I spent so much effort trying to prove to you that you could trust me. I didn't even think for a second that I couldn't trust you. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. I had no guard, no defences. I didn't second-guess anything. I jumped in with my heart fully vulnerable. So if you were devastated, how do you think I felt when you cheated on me with the very guy who broke your heart? Gwen, wait. You're a great guy, Michael, and any guy would be lucky to have you. Porsche's a fool. Maybe I picked the wrong one. Maybe you did, but what are you going to do, eh? Michael stares into her eyes. They have a moment, and then he goes in for a kiss. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your final episode of Love or Lust. This episode is entitled Positive Associations. Enjoy, 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 enjoy. Whoa, Michael, stop. This isn't right. Listen, I don't really care what's right now, you know? I'm just doing what makes me feel good in the moment. It seems to be everyone else's way of life. I know you're mad at Portia, but messing around with me won't make you feel better. You don't know that? I do. And plus, it'll make you just as bad as Portia and also make me a terrible friend. Why do you even care? Just because she messed up doesn't mean she's no longer my friend. And to be honest with you, she's genuinely sorry and she really misses you. Yeah, I'm not trying to hear that. Maybe she should go and tell it to Carl. Carl is proper on her case and begging to be with her, but she's not having it. She's hung up on you. And is that supposed to make me feel better? No, but I bet a conversation between the both of you will definitely give you some closure whether you decide to get back together or not. (laughs) Get back together? Are you nuts? (sighs) Just think about it. I suppose it'd be a good opportunity for me to get my stuff back. The following day at the gym. Right, okay, okay, my dog. I see you jump back on the horse. On the horse, behind the horse, under the horse. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it. I'm just glad you're finally in a place where you can move on from Portia. Yeah, man, me too. Although, she still won't quit. What do you mean? She keeps calling, turning up unannounced, just begging for the relationship. Oh, man, that's all long. Bruv, and I keep being an arsehole to her, but she's relentless. That's my time. You're supposed to be the nice guy. <laughs> yeah, well, hurt people, hurt people. I guess. 
I'm starving, bro. Same. What do you feel like eating? I don't know. You were on my mind, so I thought I would text. How are you? Fine, I guess. A little hungry, though. Do you want me to make you something? If you want. Okay, cool. I'll make you something and bring it over. I'm at the gym, by the way. And Thunder is here, too. Oh, I guess I'll make enough for two, then. It's cool. I got you. What do you mean? Porsche's bringing us some food over. What? <laughs> How'd you do that? She asked how I was, and I said I was hungry. <laughs> You're an arsehole for real, man. <laughs> I learned from the best. <laughs> OK, OK. And sure enough, about an hour later, Portia walks in with a freshly prepared chicken casserole. Michael extends his gratitude for the meal, but he's still very cold and standoffish. But Portia is just grateful for the contact. Michael ponders it over all day and then texts Portia. I've packed all your stuff up. Could you kindly do the same? OK. Are you going to drop it around? Not being funny, but just the thought of your place puts me in a bad headspace. I'm never coming there again. Fair enough. I'll come to you then. When will you be in? Anytime after 8 p.m. Okay, I'll see you then. Portia rings Michael's doorbell. Why are you ringing the doorbell? Don't you have a key? Yeah, but I thought. Where is it? It's here. Thank you. Here's yours. He says as he snatches his keys from her and gives her back hers. Why are you being so cold? Why are you such a hoe? I'm not a hoe. So you're an evil bitch. Oh, no. It's either one or the other, Portia. Michael, can we talk? Not really. I just want my stuff back and your stuff out of my house. Please, Michael. You're talking anyway. I mean, where I talk and you actually listen, not just shout at me. <sighs> Fine, Portia. Talk. I'm listening. I'm not perfect and I know I really messed up, but... Portia tries to explain herself and sees if there's even a glimmer of hope for the relationship. So what you're trying to tell me is that my girl is weak for another man. He knows me, and I underestimated that. I should have just kept you in the loop and never given him access. Well, I've heard you out, and to be honest, it doesn't make me feel any better about the situation. So there's no hope for us? Not a living chance in hell. Listen, I'm not just some neek who can't get girls, you know. Why would you think that would be acceptable to me? I just thought... Well, you thought wrong. Bye, Portia. Michael saw Portia to the door and closed it behind her. He could hear her start to cry through the door, and he felt a bit bad but he sticks to his guns and deadlocks the door. Michael, on the other hand, was making regular contact with Mel. And later that week... So how long are you going away for? Two weeks. Two weeks? What am I going to do for two weeks? Miss me, miss me the way I'm going to miss you. OK. So that way, when I get back, you can show me just how much you've missed me. Looking forward to that. They kiss and hug. Mm. Michael, I need to go. I haven't even packed yet. One more for the road. You're so bad. Mm. They enjoy each other's company exactly the way they intended their arrangement to be. And Mel sets off. Roll on that weekend. 
Thunder and Michael are celebrating more success at the gym and Thunder's most recent boxing win. Here's to more success, more gains, and more Ws. Cheers. <laughs> Damn. I'm not going to be able to drive home anymore, you know? That's your fault. I don't know why you drove in the first place. You know how I get that. I know, I know. Bartender, more shots, please. Jeez. Meanwhile, at Janine's. I don't know what you're expecting to happen. Are you just going to hang around until he loves you again? It's not a complete lost cause. I mean, we talk every now and again, and I see him every so often. <laughs> Sounds like a lost cause to me. How? The other day, I cooked a chicken casserole because I know that's his favourite, and we had lunch together in the gym. It just sounds to me like you're the one that's making all the effort. I'm supposed to. I'm the one that messed up. Most of the effort, yes, but all the effort, no. You don't want to end up being a transition girlfriend. Exactly. Be honest. When's the last time he contacted you first? Do you want to see me tonight? Oh, my God, he just texted me. What did he say? Do you want to see me tonight? So there goes your theory. OK, I'm just looking out for you, that's all. It's cool. Baby steps. Porsche text back. I'd love to. Cool. Meet me at Esquire bar. OK, I'm on my way. But get a cab, because I've got my car here already. OK. Porsche makes her way over to meet Michael, and by the time she gets there, he is completely drunk. Yo. Bro, what's Porsche doing here? Yo, she's my designated driver. <laughs> Are you mad? What are you doing, Mike? Listen, I'm being a responsible adult, bro. It's not good to drink and drive. Listen, I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life, and I'm definitely not the one to judge. But you're balls deep in Mel just a few days ago. Bro, I'm single. <laughs> Me and Mel are not exclusive, so I don't see what the problem is. Listen, if you're going to play the field, then play the field. But messing with your ex that broke your heart, that's a recipe for disaster. Bro. Don't worry about me, fam. I'm good. Listen, do you and it. Michael hardly pays any attention to Portia until it's time to go. You ready to go? I guess, although I don't really understand why you invited me here. You've barely spoken to me. No one is forcing you to be here, you know. You can go if you want to. I'm just saying, when you asked me if I wanted to see you, I thought we were actually going to get to spend some time together. We are spending time together. I'm here, aren't I? You know what I... Never mind. Where are your keys? Let's go. Here you go. My car's parked around the corner. They make their way back to Michael's, and he's fallen asleep on the drive. Portia helps him inside, helps him get undressed, makes him drink some water to prevent a hangover, and settles him in bed. The following morning, he wakes up confused not knowing how he got home or how he got into bed. He goes to the kitchen to get a drink, and to his surprise, the kitchen was spotless. He walks over into his living room, and that also was spotless. As he glances over at the sofa, he sees a serene figure curled up. She looks so gracious and so peaceful as she lay asleep. Hey, Portia. Mm. Uh, hey. Look, thanks for bringing me home last night. You're welcome. And for making sure I got to bed all right. You were pretty out of it. And I see that you tidied up as well. A little bit. Thanks. Michael says lovingly as his heart fills up with appreciation. I also see you have a whole bunch of laundry to do. Yeah, my washing machine is broken and the new one doesn't get delivered until next week. So how are you going to wash your clothes till then? I don't know. Haven't thought about it really. Well... Bag up your dirty clothes and I'll take them to mine and wash them for you. You don't have to do that. No, it's cool. I want to. Wow. Thanks again. You're welcome. I'm going to get ready and uh, we'll head out. All right, cool. Michael's heart was melted from Portia doting on him and bombarding him with kindness. He gets his clothes together, has a shower, and gives Portia a lift back to hers. On the car ride, they share loving glances at each other. 
and Portia is posturing in the passenger seat just the way he likes. He strokes her leg and Portia parts her thighs, inviting him to venture higher. She had missed him and she wanted him. She believed sleeping with him was a surefire way to get things back on track. If they could just make love, Mike would forgive her for her mistakes and give the relationship a chance. It seemed to be working because Michael was getting very aroused as he strokes her over her knickers. At Porsche's, Michael helps Porsche to the door with all his clothes when he suddenly gets flashbacks of that morning that turned his life upside down. His heart hardens immediately, which is very conflicting for him as his dick was also hardened. Just drop the bags in the kitchen by the washing machine and I'll sort it out later. Thanks again. I'll see you later. Where are you going? I've got to get to the gym. I just thought that... For what? You know, in the car, the fact that you were poking through your tracksuit bottoms. Yeah, but I just don't think it's a good idea. I know it doesn't mean we're back together, but I want to and I can clearly see you want to. Michael did want to, but at the same time his heart was cold. So he walked up to her and started biting her neck as he stripped her naked. He didn't take off any of his clothes. He still had on his trainers, full tracksuit and a fitted hat. He pulled his tracksuit bottoms and boxes down slightly, turned her around, bent her over the kitchen counter and started going at it as hard as he could. He pounded her from behind for about five minutes until he came, then simply pulled up his tracksuit bottoms and left. This was a very far cry from the intimate moment Portia had hoped for. He didn't even take his clothes off. What do you mean he didn't take his clothes off? He still had everything on. Trainers, full tracksuit, hat, everything. So if he kept everything on, how did you even have sex? He just pulled his tracksuit bottoms and his boxes down a little bit. But he stripped you naked. That is such a piss take. Then after he came, he literally pulled up his bottoms and left. Didn't say boo to me. I felt worthless like a piece of tissue that he just wanked into. I know we all liked him and you were in love with him, but this isn't the same Michael. This Michael is toxic and, to be frank, a bit of an asshole. You're better off cutting off your losses, babe. He's still in there. I know he is. Yeah, but is he going to come out for you, though? That's the question. The guy that I know he can be is worth sticking it out for. <sighs> I'm with Janine. I think it's a lost cause, mate. Well, I'm not ready to give up yet. Portia's friends try to advise her as best they can and they are once again on hand to console her through the experience she had just had. The following weekend, there is a knock on Michael's door. Portia, I wasn't expecting you. Sorry to turn up unannounced. I just wanted to drop your washing off. Thanks again, Portia. You're a lifesaver. No problem. Question, though. What's up? Whose are these? Portia says as she pulls a satin nightdress out of the laundry bag. Michael's initial reaction was panic. And then he gets defensive. You sure they're not yours? Oh, I'm sure. Portia says in a very stern voice. But then Michael remembers they are no longer an item and he doesn't owe her any sort of explanation. Not that it's any of your business, but it most probably belongs to a friend of mine. None of my business? Are you taking the piss? You had me wash something that another chick used to get sexy for you. You offered. No one forced you. Yes, I offered. Offered to wash your clothes. Not the clothes of some random chick you're banging. She's not a random chick. She's not a random chick. So what, she's special then, yeah? Well, kinda, yeah. If she's so special, then what was that at mine last weekend? It was a moment. Stop making a big deal out of things. 
I can't believe this. Who even is this chick? Is it the chick I saw you with last time I was here? Again, not that it's any of your business, but yes, it was her. And I don't mean to be rude, but I'm expecting her any minute, so thanks again for the laundry, but I really need you to go now. Oh, drop dead, Michael. Portia storms out crying, leaving Michael feeling a little guilty. It was a genuine mistake, and he didn't mean for Portia to feel misused. 20 minutes later, there's a knock at the door. As Michael opened the door, there standing in front of him was Mel consoling a distraught Portia. You've got to be kidding me. I think we all need to talk. No, 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 no. I'm not doing this. Portia, what are you even still doing here? Look, I was the one who made her come. There's clearly a lot to discuss. What did you tell her? <laughs> Nothing. Exactly, which is why I know we need to talk. Look, let's not do this. I was looking forward to seeing you. I was looking forward to seeing you too, but then I got to your building only to find Portia crying her eyes out in the car. Okay, and? And unlike you, I'm not a monster. I couldn't just leave her there crying. I went to console her, but her reluctance to say anything told me everything. Look, you're just jumping to conclusions. Okay, fine. If I'm jumping to conclusions, does anyone care to tell me what's really going on? But there's nothing going on. You say that, but Portia doesn't seem to agree with you. And as much as I like you, I, I just can't turn a blind eye to this. Silence. I didn't know what your situation was. Hell, I still don't. All I know is I... Well, I, I thought I wanted him back, but now I just don't know anymore. So did something happen between you two to cause the change of heart? I'm not involved in your relationship, so I can't really speak on that. Whatever he chooses to tell you is up to him. Well, it doesn't seem like he wants to tell me anything. Maybe because I'm here, I don't know, but usually he's a stand-up guy. I was upset and it was sweet of you to comfort me, but I really should go and just let you two talk. Portia gets up and leaves. So... So you better start talking. It all started when... Realising he was cornered, Michael comes clean and starts to detail the course of events, like how she brought him food and how he invited her over to the bar just to get a lift home. He explained how he was drunk and how she took care of him, and then obviously about that morning at her house. She found your nightdress, and that's when I told her about us. That's why she was so upset. Michael, how could you treat someone like that? That's so cruel. I don't know. I guess I was just angry. I told you before, hurt people hurt people. And the worst thing about it is, after all that, even with all that anger and resentment, do you feel better after all you've done to her? Not really. I'm still angry. You're not angry. You're hurt. There's a difference. I guess. I don't think this is going to work. Oh, come on, Mel. And it's not even because you slept with someone else. Because, to be honest, we never discussed being exclusive. So what is it, then? It's because you slept with your ex and I can't... I won't compete, it's just messy. Look, we're just having fun. Why should it matter? Because if I don't break the cycle, eventually you're only going to hurt me and then I go on to hurt someone else. Mel! It's been fun. Bye, Michael. Oh, man. Mel broke it off with Michael and left. It gave Michael a lot to think about, especially all the unresolved feelings that he had towards the situation with Portia. Portia, I'm really sorry for the way I've treated you. The thing is, you really hurt me. And I guess I was trying to hurt you too, but that's not me and I need some time to deal with that. If I'm ever to have a healthy relationship again, I'm gonna have to forgive you and also realize that what you did isn't necessarily a reflection on me or my work. 
I understand, you're right. And it's not a reflection of you. You were perfect and you deserved better. I really do hope you can find it in your heart to forgive me one day. I'm sure I'll get there. That's gonna take time and I'm gonna need space. Okay. It had been a couple of months, and Michael's birthday was coming up. He had done a lot of soul-searching and worked out a lot of his feelings. He believed he was ready to forgive Portia, and in a bid to prove it to himself, he invited her to his birthday festivities. Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, bro, it's cool. Listen, it'll be good to see her. You know, we'll clear the air, and it's all part of the process. Yeah, but to your birthday, though. Yeah, it's perfect. If I still feel away, I can just get the bouncers to remove her from my section. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Portia, my birthday is coming up and I've got a table at C London this Saturday, if you want to come. I'd love to. Cool, I'll see you there. Looking forward to it. It's Saturday and Michael is having a good time with these people when Portia walks in. She's looking absolutely flawless. The hair, the makeup, the dress, the shoes. Perfect. All eyes were on her as she makes her way through the crowd over to Michael's table. Wow, you look stunning. Thank you. You don't look too bad yourself. Hey, Portia. Hey, Thunder. Champagne? Please. Cheers. Cheers. Is that for me? Michael says, pointing to the gift bag she was holding. Of course, I hope you like it. I'm sure I will. Open it. He obliges and unveils a Mike Tyson signed boxing glove in a display case. No way! Oh. Do you like it? Oh, I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh. So how have you been? Good. Really good. I, I got They spend a... the rest of the night talking and enjoying each other's company, as if nothing had ever transpired between them. And after the party, they both go for a meal together. How's your food? It's Inish. My food is amazing as per usual. <laughs> true, true. A good way to top off the night, eh? Yeah, I had a really good time tonight. Yeah, me too. I've missed this. I've missed you. There's a moment of silence. Then... I've missed you too. Portia's taken aback. I definitely wasn't expecting that response. Oh, we used to have a lot of fun together. I guess today was just a reminder of that. So, you ready to leave? I can drop you home if you like. Yeah, if you don't mind. Don't be silly, you're the birthday boy. It's my pleasure. Much like the rest of the night, the drive home was filled with laughter and good conversation until Portia eventually pulls up outside Michael's place. Thanks for the lift. You're welcome. They glance at each other for a moment before locking lips. They kiss for a while, and just as things begin to heat up... Stop, stop. We shouldn't. And it's not because I don't want to, but I've been doing so well, and I don't want to slip back to that place. I understand. I let all that hurt go, and I have forgiven you in my heart, but I was surprised at how well I took to seeing you again. I know. It was a pleasant surprise for me, too. There was no underlying anger or bad energy. It was just cool. And I believe it's because I took time out from dating just to work on myself. Yeah, makes sense. So you see how you said you needed time when we first started dating? Yeah. Well, I needed some time. I need time to think about whether or not I'm ready to start dating again and, and whether it's a good idea to date you. I respect that. I 
believe I'm over it and I definitely still do have feelings for you. But I don't want to be that guy that smothers you due to insecurities or that keeps using your past against you. I get it. Believe me, I completely get it. Cool. Well, good night, Portia. And thanks so much for the gift. I love it. Michael exits the car and Portia makes her way home. The following day. So, how did it go? Yeah, it was spill. It was so cool. Like, more than cool. I thought... I thought it was going to be awkward, but we just clicked like we used to. I'm happy for you, bro. I feel like you finally turned the corner and all. All that bitterness seems to have gone away. He was just so sweet. And did he like his present? The present is so fire, bro. And it looks so perfect on my desk. I'm low-key jealous still. I'm not going to lie. What did you guys go after? Afterwards, we went to grab a meal together. Aw, that sounds like a date. I know, right? We spent the whole night talking. At the club. At the restaurant. On the car ride back to mine. Back to yours. Don't worry, I didn't go in. I was about to say. I wanted to, though. So, what happened? Nothing, we just... Sat in my car and talked. Yeah, right. Okay, maybe things got a little frisky. <laughs> Don't even look at me like that. Did you see Portia last night? Ooh! She knew what I was doing when I put that dress on. Yeah, for real. You're a better man than I am. No, I couldn't even go down that road, man. Long for taking one step forward just to take two steps back. He explained and I understood where he was coming from. Did the Kyle incident come up? Not even once. It didn't... It didn't come up in conversation or in my mind. I mean, I thought it would be like the elephant in the room type of ish, but I was over it. Okay, okay, so... Do you think you'll go back there? I think so, but who knows? I don't think so, but who knows? A week passes with no communication between Michael and Portia. But she finally decides to text. Hey, I've got tickets to the Jay Blue show on Saturday if you want to go. I remember you saying you liked him. Yeah, that sounds cool. You want to grab a meal beforehand? I'd love to. Cool. See you Saturday. Michael and Portia met up on Saturday and had a great time. It would be the first of many dates they would have since they reconnected. They were getting on like a house on fire and Portia dares to dream. At the end of one of such dates... I had a good time tonight. Yeah, me too. It's been fun hanging out with you again. So, is that what we're doing? What do you mean? Are we just hanging out? I thought we were. Why, did you think something different? I guess I kind of hope for something different. I don't know what to say. I do. It's going to be difficult, but it's a conversation that needs to be had. We don't have to do this. We do. Because I need to know if I'm wasting my time or if I'm... if. We're working towards something. Oh, man. I messed up royally, and Lord knows I'm sorry. If I could go back and undo it all, I would, but I tell you one thing, it will never happen again. Okay, so I'm guessing you haven't seen him since. Haven't seen, haven't spoken to him. It's not like he hasn't tried, but I just shut the whole thing down. Good for you. I spent the whole time worrying about not getting hurt. I didn't even stop to consider the fact that I could be doing the hurting. It's funny you say that, because I spent the whole time trying to prove to you I wouldn't hurt you. I never thought for a second you'd be the one to hurt me. And that's on me, 100%. And I know you say you've forgiven me, but do you see a time, regardless of how far in the future, that you could be with me? Since we reconnected, it's been like the way it was when things were good. And to be honest, I don't really think about that situation anymore. I've let it go. But I don't know if I'll be able to trust you again. I'm happy to take it slow, and I will do what I can to prove to you that I'm worth your trust, as you did for me. <sighs> I don't know. Please, 
please, Michael, just give me a second chance. Not because I deserve it, but because you deserve it. Huh? Because I deserve it? Yes. You deserve to be with the best girlfriend in the world, and you deserve to be with someone who will spend every second of every day trying to make you happy. <laughs> You're a joker. I'm serious. <sighs> I guess we could give it a try. Portia flings her arms around him and kisses him. Do you want to come up? I guess. Great. As they get inside, they start kissing and stripping off as they make their way to her bedroom. He looks at the door expecting to get a flashback, but nothing. He felt completely fine as they fall onto her bed and begin to get passionate. Oh, man. Oh, oh. oh I missed you oh. so much. Oh, I missed you too. Oh, oh Michael. Oh, Portia. Michael. Oh, Portia. Wow. That was embarrassingly quick. <laughs> like, you have to forgive me, it's been a while. Not quick, just efficient because you still got the job done. What? You came? Absolutely. It was perfect. Mm, Magical. Sick. I still want to do it over, though. Mm, it's all yours, baby. They commence round two, and Michael is putting on a special performance. As they get to the height of things, Portia starts to moan uncontrollably. And at that moment, Michael gets flashbacks of that morning with Carl as Portia was moaning just as she did with Carl. Does that feel good? Yes. What's my name? Kyle. Say it again. Kyle. Whose pussy is this? Michael loses his erection and tears start to stream down his face. Michael, what's wrong? <sighs> Sorry, man. Don't mind me. You okay? It's nothing. <laughs> it's not nothing, Michael. You're crying and you lost your boner. But don't worry about it. Michael, please don't shut me out. What's wrong? Just tell me. Oh, hearing you moaning just then, I got I got flashbacks to you moaning for him. I'm sorry. I'm so Michael, it's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but up until now, the thought of him hadn't even crossed my mind. And even when we addressed the situation, it was it was, it was very matter-of-fact. There was no emotion attached to it. Look, maybe I rushed you. Maybe you weren't ready. Not the time because even a year from now, hearing that sound would just take me right back to that morning. So, what then? We don't have sex anymore? Don't be silly. What kind of life is that? I don't know, but seeing you relive this pain is killing me inside. I like, scrap that. I love you, Portia. I'm in love with you, but I don't know if this can work. Don't say that, please, Michael. We, we don't have to have sex, or you can, and I'll just sort myself out. Now you're just talking crazy. What sort of relationship is that where I get to have sex with other people and you have sex with no one? So it was my moaning that triggered you? Yeah. I don't have to moan. I can be silent or or maybe you can gag me or something. <laughs> you joker. Oh, you can't do that. The moaning is the motivation. Did I not moan the first time? Actually, I must have because it was amazing. No. No, you didn't. You, you were just saying my name. And how did that work for you? Yeah, I loved it. All 58 seconds of it. <laughs> Who's the joker now? <laughs> Look, this is a lot, Pete. I'm not going to lie. I promise you it'll be worth it. I hope you're right. They took their time re-establishing the relationship, but this time with both of them making an effort. They talked through their problems, worked through their intimacy issues, and before long, they were back to where they were, 
Past indiscretions, however, had a way of popping back up every now and then. So Michael was attending therapy sessions to work through it. So, how are you guys getting on at the moment? Oh, Michael is a dream. Always has been, always will be. All the issues we ever have are a result of my dumbass. How many times have we told you that you need to stop beating yourself up about that? Yes, you made a mistake, but nobody is perfect. And if you can't get over that, it's his loss. OK, well, first of all, it'd be my loss. Second of all, it's not even like that. He didn't hold it against me like he used to or even pick arguments. So what's it like then? Like, we could be chilling, everything's cool. Then something will come up and remind him of the situation and he will just go into his shell and just be quiet. Like what? Like... I can't moan overly loud when we're having sex. What? For real. I either have to be moaning his name or biting the pillow, because if I moan too loud, he gets flashbacks of me having sex with Kyle. Wait, so when he found out, he actually saw you having sex with Kyle? Yeah. And you didn't notice someone had come into the house and into the room? I was clearly lost in the moment, hence the moaning being an issue for us. Damn, so it's like some PTSD type shit. Literally PTSD. I don't know why he couldn't just overhear that bit where Kyle asked me whose pussy it was and I said Michael's. Portia. What? It's true. <laughs> you ain't shit. And it's not just that. Whenever I have to go away and do photo shoots, he always feels away, although it's part of my contract now that I only use female photographers. Wow. And you see that picture in my hallway that I love so much. The one Kyle took? Yeah. It really is a beautiful picture. He... Hates it. Like, hates it. But I can't bring myself to get rid of it. So, what's the compromise there? I take it down and keep it out of sight when he comes over. That sounds so long. It is, but what am I going to do? Rather you than me. Then the phone rings. Yo, sweets. I'm out shopping. What do you feel like eating tonight? It's my cheat day, so all I want is carbs, all of the dessert, and all of the alcohol. <laughs> so you want to get full up and wavy just to watch TV in bed? Uh, it's an underrated experience. Okay, babe, whatever you say. What time are you coming over? Uh, probably about eight-ish. Cool, I'll see you then. All right, love you, baby. Love you too. Aww. This is what I mean, he's such a sweetheart. I wish there was something I could do to let him know that he has nothing to worry about. Later that evening. How's your food, baby? It's obviously yum. How was your day? Yeah, it was a good session, you know. Fonda is putting in that hard graft. I've never seen him so focused. I'm not surprised. He's been waiting for a title shot for so long. Yeah, he deserves it and he's ready. So did you manage to get me and my girls tickets? Yeah, but only just. His family taxed him heavy for comp tickets. Thanks, baby. You're welcome. Thunder hits him with a right. And then another right. And an uppercut. Morales is down. Yo, you did it, bro. You did it. Yo, yo, no, we did it, bro. Jeez. I could have done it without your help. Bro, it's been an absolute pleasure. Tonight we're going to party like it's 1999. Yo, better believe it. The turn up is going to be real. Later, as the celebrations are in full swing. This place is buzzing. I know, right? I don't even follow boxing, but I'm so happy is for that. Him. Is that Kyle? What? what? Where? Gwen points Kyle out across the other side of the room. Nah, that's not him. Surely not. I mean, what would he be doing here? It is him. Of course it's him. I recognise that peanut head anywhere. This is deja freaking vu. What are you going to do? I don't know. The main thing now is to make sure Michael doesn't see him. Do you want us to run distraction? Yes, please. We're on it. Portia racks her brain on what to do and makes her way over to Michael to try and avoid him seeing Kyle. Hey, Seats. You having fun? Kind of. What's wrong? Um, not really feeling too great. Could we go, please? Yeah, no problem, babe. Thanks. I'll go get our coats. OK, cool. And while you're doing that, 
I'm going to go and talk to Carl quickly. Wait, what? Be right back. Portia panics and goes back over to her girls. Help, help, help. What's happened? Michael's going over to talk to Kyle. What? It, it's like he had seen him already because he knew he was there. I don't know. I'm freaking out. The thought of things that relate to Kyle trigger Michael, and now he's going directly to the source. They're headed outside. Oh, my God, oh, my God. I, I can't deal with this. Meanwhile, outside. You got a lot of nerve showing your face here. It's not your party, my G. I was invited. I can come and celebrate Thunder's success too. You're right. You were invited. I made sure of it. You made sure of it? What is this? This is me telling you to your face that if I so much as see you look in Portia's direction... What? If I look in Portia's direction, what? You and me are going to have a misunderstanding. Yo, big man, no one's scared of you, you know? If your girl wants to chat to me, then that's on her. But she doesn't, know. That's why she blocked you on all platforms. Did she block me? Or did you block me? You're a fuckboy. And she doesn't want anything to do with you. Come out of my face, man. Carl pushes Michael out of his way. Michael grabs his arm to pull him back. Then Carl turns around in anger and punches Michael in the face. That is what Michael had been waiting for. Waiting for Carl to give him a reason. Waiting for Carl to throw the first punch. And that was his cue to unleash all the built-up anger, resentment and hurt on Carl. He beat him to a pulp. He made him feel the physical equivalent of the emotional hurt he had caused him. As he walks back in alone, Where's Kyle? I don't know. Maybe you made him go home. Nah, I doubt it. Something doesn't seem right. Portia walks over to Michael. Where's Kyle? Probably still outside. Why is your lip bleeding? Did you guys have a fight? <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it a fight. Oh, my God. Portia rushes outside to see a battered Kyle on the floor. She calls her friends for help, and they call him an ambulance. Janine escorts him to the hospital, and three hours later, Portia gets a phone call. Broken nose, dislocated jaw, fractured ribs, two black eyes. Serves him right. You're lucky he didn't press charges. How can he press charges when he swung first? Why, Michael? Why? I was acting on something my therapist told me. Your therapist? Yeah, she told me to practice positive associations. So anything that made me think about something negative, look for something positive to associate it with. I don't follow. Whenever I thought about Carl, all I could think about is that moaning and him having sex with you. Now, I can think about him on the floor bleeding. I really don't think that's what she meant. Maybe not, but this works for me. I can finally let go of this hurt because whenever those thoughts pop into my head, I can think back to this night and immediately feel better. This is my positive association. And now we can enjoy our relationship without that dark cloud that hangs over us. I really hope so. I really hope this wasn't all for nothing. And I hope this was an isolated incident because I haven't seen the side of you before and I don't like it. Michael had a breakthrough. He was able to set himself and his relationship free from Carl for good. This was his positive association. And him and Portia were finally able to have their happily ever after. This has been Bedtime Stories. Thank you for listening.